Welcome to EA Truth Radio, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. I am your host, Dan Hennen. Today is August 2nd, 2021. Our show will be about current events, in particular, the events from past week. Items that made the news and probably shouldn't have, but more importantly, items that didn't make the news and it should have. This leads into our propaganda that we're seeing in mainstream media today that's very prevalent. We'll cover these stories and more during this next half-hour segment. Keep in mind, this is a faith-based program, and as always, we'll start off with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them, where they are, while they tune in to our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done. In Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. The founder and publisher of Eternal Affairs Media, Curtis R. Bazelli, is a loyal member of Patriot Mobile and encourages you to mention his name. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative mobile phone carrier that will meet all your calling, texting, and data needs. You can get up to $600 off your bill annually when you refer friends to Patriot Mobile. Join us and fight for your conservative values with each call you make on their nationwide cell phone network. Remember to mention Curtis R. Bazelli when you sign up for service. Well, let's get started. Let's jump right into it. It was, of course, an interesting week here. Started off with the insurrection from January 1st. Uh, the testimony began last week. And so this, this is one farce after another. The January 6th Capitol insurrection is a multifaceted event that took place. It's not what took place from what the media tells you. That's what makes it the hardest. Yes, bad things happened. No, they were not the Trump supporters that were there for his rally. Many tens of thousands of people came to that rally. Trump fans. Um, nowhere near um, the types of people that were involved in the in the ruckus that took place after that. Those were the infiltrators. Those were the people stage staging the crime. Those are getting in, causing the destruction and the violence. And um, and so those are those are Antifa folks and people um, stirring all this on so it can come out in the media that these were Trump 
people, Trump supporters behind all this. That's not the case. So they're going through this whole January 6th insurrection, calling it one of the worst things since Adolf Hitler. Um, This is not the case. But they led one person in after another to give witness testimony and statements, and uh, things do not add up. Now, this last week, Ed Buck, Ed Buck was convicted in the meth overdose death of two black men in that took place at his West Hollywood apartment. Now, Ed Buck is that Democrat donor and um, Hillary Clinton pal that got these uh, folks involved. And so this is an, this has been going on for some time here. The, 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 the youths uh, were overdosed and killed. Um, some say that it was done on purpose. Ed Buck did this. He, he injects folks to do this. And, um, that just uh, was a bad incident, and they died. Well, he was convicted now, so this will be interesting. That that report came out January 27th, if you want to do some searches on Google about that. Ed Buck, B-U-C-K, last name. Um, not a good individual. Not a good individual. Now, vaccine. The vaccine statement of work came out this past week. The statement of work shows... Uh, uh, that came out for Pfizer, uh, the agreement that Pfizer had with the U.S. Army. And so they talked about the $2 billion deal to provide the vaccines. And so this is not uh, Moderna, uh, Johnson & Johnson, but just the Pfizer portion of it. The deadlines for distributing uh, these doses uh, get, to get them into the hands of the United States Army was 20 million doses by June 30th. 30 million doses by July 31st. And that's where we get these big, big dates coming up from. um, We mentioned uh, Biden um, getting, I want to have 70% of the population, you know, vaccinated. He wants to come up with all these various numbers. Well, that's what the, that's what's driving all this. It's the vaccine makers, their deadlines. And when they have to get these doses um, to be distributed out, not free, not free whatsoever. The people may be getting these things free, but the deal for Pfizer alone was a $2 billion contract. That's that's funded by the U.S. taxpayers. Uh, this is nowhere anywhere in the mainstream media that I saw this past week, mentioning Pfizer with the deal with the U.S. United States Army to, to provide vaccines uh, at the cost of $2 billion. And there's no uh, there's no vote. Uh, there's no agreement. There's no, no one signing off on this. Uh, that we have the choice to say, you know what, I'm not interested in funding this. But the contract came out as a 68-page PDF file that shows the statement of work. How this was leaked, I don't know, but it certainly was accurate. It was not a Photoshop job. I read through the uh, statement myself, and um, this was a contract, very, very large contract. And so companies are making big dollars off of this vaccine. And we got to also remember that it is not a vaccine at all. It's not the definition of a vaccine. The president of Madagascar survived an assassination attempt on July 28th this past week. And so that's pretty big news as well. Pretty big news. Walmart and Disney employees are going to be required to get the jab by October 8th. All 
employees, if you work for Walmart or Disney or any of their affiliates and subsidiaries, they're going to require you, not optional, require you to get the jab with the deadline of October 8th. Now, this will be very interesting. We're going to see these large companies rolling out. And, of course, it's Walmart and Disney starting this this whole thing. The, the deep state companies, um, Walmart based in Arkansas, uh, Disney, long, long history of pedophilia going on there behind the scenes. Uh, these are the deep state companies that's doing the bidding here at the deep state by saying we're going to lead. We're going to lead. Have all the other companies that are smaller than us follow the lead, but we're going to make it mandatory. Now, also past week, all civilians and employers, federal employees of the VA and and, and all federal civilian employees um, must get the jab as well. So this came out July 28th. <coughs> now, just today, I received an instant message from uh, from, uh, from someone in the medical uh, company, medical field, and in the in the Minneapolis Twin Cities area, it looks like what came out next is going to be Fairview, Fairview Healthcare, very large employer of hospital systems in the Minneapolis Twin Cities, St. Paul Twin Cities area in Minnesota, uh, came out that said the the email was received. Company-wide email, no more options. All employees, doctors, nurses, staff, administrative staff are going to be required to get the vaccine. This is where it's going. And so we said we saw this six months ago saying that this is going to be <coughs> probably where it's going to come down the pike here of not only having the vaccine and shaming others that don't take it, it's requiring you to take it requiring you to get it, requiring you to be injected with this poison. So this will be interesting to see where this goes along. Nancy Pelosi force, forces a mask mandate. Um, she goes back now in California and says you have to wear masks regardless if you have the vaccination or not. Well, this is very interesting because Marjorie Taylor Greene then said, well, you know what? You're going to face a lawsuit. <coughs> So she decides then to lawsuit, file a lawsuit against her, I think, personally. Excuse me. Now, one individual in person. It'll be interesting to see how that lawsuit shakes out. Now, if you all remember Mike Mitchell. Mike Mitchell. Remember from the movie, an actor from the movie Braveheart. Went online bragging about getting all three of his jabs. Was fully vaccinated. And um, big, big proponent out there on Twitter. Um, pushing all of his fans to say, you got to get this. You got to be a responsible person. You need to get the jab. Unresponsible if you don't get it. You're a lesser person in society if you choose not to get it. Well, he died now July 30th. After getting all three vaccines, he he got basically over vaccinated, getting all three jabs, bragged about it, was fit in very good shape. Once again, one of the actors in the movie Braveheart. Now he died, so that didn't uh, those posts did not seem to age well. Also making the news this week, Julian Assange, 
It came out that he's been now stripped of all of his Ecuadorian citizenship rights. This was on July 28th. He was a uh, basically a civilian of Ecuador uh, during all this uh, going down when he was in the UK in that jail uh, jail cell uh, being held. Now they're saying that those rights are going to be stripped away and his citizenship will be stripped away. Now that's important to keep in mind because what's going to happen next with this? That's the question. It's going to have to go somewhere. They're obviously doing this for some reason. Uh, I would keep that certainly in mind here in the coming weeks. Sydney, Australia. The uh, This seems to be the location where the, uh, I call it the beta or the test marketing is going on here. They're under martial law right now, and they're under complete lockdowns. Now, the U.S. isn't mentioning much about this in the mainstream news, but they're, they're laying the groundwork and doing the test marketing, I believe, of what's going to come here to the U.S. next uh, by taking it out on Sydney. Um, Australia, the Army, the, the military is involved with going and, and doing um, lockdowns there. Very interesting to see how that will shake out. David Bowie makes the news this week. Comes out, the former singer had, quote, sex with more young people than Jimmy Seville did. Now, Jimmy Seville was the pedophile in the UK uh, that was about as bad as they come dealing with youngsters, child pedophilia, molestation, and I believe even murder. A very bad individual, but was very popular popular in the UK. And now David Bowie said basically it came out that he was having sex with more young people than Jimmy Seville. So that doesn't make sense. That doesn't surprise me. I'm sorry. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, David Bowie obviously rose to stardom somehow. And the people that are in on it. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Those people are the ones that become famous. Think Tom Hanks putting on a movie called The Man with One Red Shoe. We know what that's about, pedophilia. The comment and the content for something relating to a red shoe or red shoes is the code. And so the more people push this in the mainstream and do it uh, out in plain sight, the more they get rewarded by their uh, people pulling the puppet strings. And you make big money, you get up for big movies. David Bowie's case, you put together some long-lasting career of selling album records that are very average. Well, he's the one who made the song famous, Put On Your Red Shoes and Dance the Blues. These things don't just happen. David Bowie, Bowie long time in the group. Long time bad guy. Uh, involved with some very nasty things. So that doesn't exactly surprise me. Now, it came out today, yesterday, the U.S. House has adjourned now for a six-week recess. Uh, this is their August recess. They shut down for six weeks. This is just the the House, and this was announced on July 30th. And, and the interesting thing with this is that we've got all these things going on here, all these irons in the fire of things happening and going on. There's no time for six-week session. Now, some pointed out the fact that maybe they are out on a six-week recess, and maybe this is on purpose, because remember, Congress cannot make arrests 
if they're not in session. Uh, so a member of Congress cannot be arrested if, when they're not in. Congress can make can make arrests if not in session. Uh, that's what I meant to say here. Um, not when they're in session. So they shut down for the six-week period. Some are suspecting that this is where we might get the arrests taking place. Have to be scheduled around when these Congress members are not in session. Keep your eye open for that as well. Now, one thing was the, remember the runaway Democrats that flew out on the airplane that all took off and the governor says, I think there's going to be a warrant waiting for your arrest when you get back because you shouldn't have been allowed to leave. They all took the photos of inside that airplane with no masks on. All those were the Democrats. Well, one warrant has been issued already for one of these individuals, and that also was not a Photoshopped thing or not. That is a legitimate deal. So warrants are going to be out for these arrests, and it will be very interesting to see if this even makes the news or not. Will the mainstream media even cover this is the main question. That's what many thought from the very beginning if all these mass arrests are going to take place with these hundreds of thousands of people that have uh, federally sealed warrants, uh, federally sealed indictments in their name nationwide. How are all these going to take place? And if they do take place, who's going to, re- you know, who's going to report it? That's a very interesting question. That's a very critical thinking question right there. If the mainstream media is in on it and these things do take place, how will it ever be reported if it is in fact happening? Interesting. Now, the Arizona audit results, they are done. Looks like that will become available August 10th or 11th, uh, 11th or 12th, I'm sorry, which will be a next week's show. We might be able to cover some of that coming down the pike. And the Arizona audit results. So what we see is that's done. It's being wrapped up. They're going to present it. Now, what do we see today come through from Mr. Jack Sellers, the chairman there in Maricopa? writes a letter, makes it public to the senators involved in this audit, saying get back to work, get back to real work. We know there's nothing behind this except a bunch of fluff. So get back to work and do what you're here to be doing rather than this doing this bogus audit. Uh, there was no fraud. There is no conspiracy, he went on to say. So this is going to be interesting to follow the bullying here, the bullying tactic by saying, get to work and do what you're here to do. Don't be wasting our time with this bogus audit. Now, anyone who's been following this from the very beginning knows the audit, election audit fraud has and was real. Not a couple instances, a whole bunch of instances. And so he's trying to get ahead of the story here is what I believe. Speaking of a, some, uh, Speaking of big news coming up, August 10th, 11th, and 12th, Mike Lindell is going to be holding his symposium, 72 straight hours, on freespeech.com website there for uh, for Mike Lindell. He's going to be covering that. In fact, he did an ad to announce it and paid for advertising to run announcing this um, exposure of corruption. Well, this turns out to be the very ad that Fox television channel, Fox channel network refused to run. They refused to run it. He was going to pay for these ads. They refused to run it. And he's basically just informing the public about his symposium. 
And um, that'll be on Frank uh, Frank Speech. That's his website, not Free Speech. Sorry, Frank, his website, Frank Speech. That's going to be running uh, for those days. And remember that this is free. His website is free. Frank Speech is free. He's going to be running a symposium. A symposium. He's going to be offering money for those of those uh, that can come out and prove uh, that there was no audit fraud. He's going to be giving away money. All you do is come to a symposium and show it. You can make some money. But we know nothing's going to happen. Very interesting. Dr. Stella. Remember Dr. Stella from Texas who came out with the frontline doctors very early on to say that hydroxychloroquine is a helpful aid, is an assistant, can help, can reduce side effects at a very, very inexpensive cost. Well, they went after the mainstream media, went after Donald Trump, went after Dr. Simone Gold, went after Dr. Stella um, way back and called them lunatics for even nearly suggesting such an inexpensive alternative. Well, we know that now that she was right and was right all the time that it is a very effective aid in combating this in a very inexpensive format also. Well, she filed a lawsuit for $100 million now against CNN uh, to, to, because of the spreading of the, not the, uh, not the propaganda. It was censoring, censoring the truth and making her look bad. There was a discredit campaign. So her lawsuit's going up against Anderson Cooper and CNN. And so this will be very interesting to follow as well. Keep in mind when you hear hydroxychloroquine, it was the Toronto large company in Toronto, the CEO of that generic maker of hydroxychloroquine, Barry Sherman. It was him and his wife, Honey Sherman, that were found murdered in their Toronto home in December of 2017. Um, this would have been a company that would have made big bucks on hydroxychloroquine. Obviously, they didn't want them that to happen one of the large pharmaceuticals to make the vaccine instead. And um, I think that's the reason they had to get Barry and Honey Sherman out of the way. Um, this is opinion and conjecture. I followed that case in the very beginning. I thought it was very odd how these two were killed and murdered, and they ruled it a murder-suicide to begin until the family yelled out by saying there's no way this is the case, and they reopened it up as a homicide investigation. Uh, his company, based in Toronto, big leading company of generic makers of hydroxychloroquine, which leads me to believe that if the decision was decided in late 2017 to move forward with the COVID-19 uh, a couple of years later, that's probably the reason he had to be taken out very early. And so, yes, this is a premeditated deal. Uh, this was 2017, December, when they found the bodies of these two uh, individuals uh, slaughtered in their very own home. Now, the Milwaukee... The, the gal in charge of the election, the executive in charge of the, the elections, federal and nationwide elections in Milwaukee, her email became uh, came out and was actually leaked uh, saying, LOL, yes, we, we got the elections and the, the ticks came in just under the last minute there uh, all night long. 
And, um, and Biden ended up winning at the end just by, interestingly enough, just about the votes needed to win. And there's an email correspondence that came out from someone working for the uh, uh, the election company saying, wow, you really have a flair for the drama, don't you, by having it come in just under the wire and may have meant it as a joke or in jest, but in all the things that we know now, seems very interesting that email was even sent like that saying, whoa, it just came in so we could win the words we, meaning that they were Biden supporters and the votes just flipped the other way in that area overnight. I think he mentioned 3 a.m. Uh, to come out the next morning when the votes were counted that uh, that Trump lost, Biden won. Uh, there is uh, that is an authentic email, not Photoshopped either. That's making its rounds here the last couple of days. Very interesting things to follow here and what's coming up. Uh, those are just some of the things we've got to look forward to here um, this next week. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, click, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com and bookmark the site, as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. Big thank you to our patrons, our donors. And remember, when you get issues like this, episodes like this, feel free to forward, like, and share. Once again, my name is Dan Hennon. Today is August 2nd. 2021. Thanks for listening.